you thought I was worth saving, Lord. Ha <laughs> ha. Praise God. Praise God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Good to see all of you in church today. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Genesis chapter 49. And I'd like to add how thankful I am for my wife and uh, honor her. Her birthday is Tuesday. Uh, or, uh, pardon me. Her birthday is Thursday. Valentine's Day is Tuesday. And uh, so that's a special week, y'all. It's a special week. And I do just want to remind the young people that if you will let the Lord order your steps, God will send the right person at the right time. But you just work on being who you need to be so that you can be the right person for the right person. Isn't that good? Some parents ought to be, say amen. You just make sure you're the right person for the right person. And God will work out the rest. Praise the Lord. I remember that day like yesterday. Beautiful red hair flashing. Praise God. Amen. Genesis 49 and 8. If you have that, say praise the Lord. Judah, thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Judah is a lion's whelp. From the prey, my son, thou art gone up. He stooped down. He couched as a lion and as an old lion. Who shall rouse him up? The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh come. And unto him shall the gathering of the people be. I'd like to preach from this subject. When the lion grows up. When the lion grows up. Can we put our Bibles down and let's lift up our voices, shall we, in the name of Jesus. We give you praise, Lord. I'm asking for your touch, God. What a, what a mighty move of the Spirit we've been feeling in this place. I pray that it would flow. We give you praise in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. I would like to take a moment and welcome Kimberly and her daughter for being here today. Let's give them a hand. God bless you from Brother Downs Church, and he slipped out, and all family and friends, praise God, make them welcome, we're so glad, thank you for standing and worshiping, you can be seated, Jacob, as you know, had 12 sons, whose descendants would become the 12 distinct tribes of Israel, as Jacob was dying, and this is the text that we read, he asked his sons to gather around him, including Joseph, and he began to prophesy over each of them individually. Reuben was the strongest, and he was the oldest, and therefore he should have received the greatest blessing, but Reuben's life was stained with immorality and unruliness, as Jacob said. So Jacob withheld the blessing that Reuben should have received. Simon and Levi were violent, murderous men. So Jacob cursed them 
and prophesied that their descendants would be scattered. Uh, let me just do this quickly here. Uh, let me get a quick show of hands. How many of you would like the blessings of God in your life? Uh, I think that's probably everyone in this room. We all want the blessings of God. And so if we learn anything from this story, it's that sin disqualifies us from the blessings of God. But preacher, God is my father. Your heavenly father will not pronounce blessings over an unrepentant, sinful heart. When Jacob finally gets past Reuben and Simon and Levi, he comes to Judah and he pauses and he gives a long, beautiful, eloquent prophecy. And that's what he was doing. He was prophesying over his sons and their descendants. And he prophesied of victory, strength, and power. Jacob even prophesied that Jesus or the Messiah would come from the tribe of Judah. Jacob calls Judah a lion's whelp. In other words, uh, son, right now you're like a young lion cub or you're just a little lion, meaning that Judah may not seem like much right now, but you're going to grow in strength. You're going to grow in maturity. You're going to become a royal people. You're going to become a people of kings and a people of power and a people of dominion. Don't despair, Judah. You may not seem like much right now, but when you grow up, you're going to be like a powerful lion. This is one of the reasons that the Bible refers to God as the lion of the tribe of Judah. Because Judah had the favor of God and they enjoyed the power of God. If you can get the favor of God, you will enjoy the power of God. If you can get the blessings of God, you can have victory in battle. If you can get the blessings of God, you can come through on the other side victorious. If you can get the favor of God, you can stand in strength and dominion. Judah. Everyone said Judah. Names are fascinating things. Certain names have associations that are so ingrained that when we hear the name, we immediately connect that name to something else. For example... If I say George Washington, you immediately think of the first president of the United States. If I say Thomas Edison, you probably think of the light bulb or some other invention. There's a reason that most people wouldn't want to name their son Adolf Hitler or Judas, for that matter, or Benedict Arnold, because we have negative connotations, negative associations with those Names In the Bible, when we hear the name Abraham, we think of faithfulness. When we hear the name Moses, we think of the law, or perhaps we think of, of the Red Sea being parted. Noah and the ark, Peter and Pentecost, and Judah is always associated with praise. That famous king and worshiper, David, was from the tribe of Judah. When we say send up Judah, we mean send up praise. 
Whenever Israel would go into battle, they would send Judah into battle first. And there's a reason why we praise before we preach, because we're sending Judah into battle first. There's a reason why we praise before we pray, because we're sending Judah into battle first. There, there's a reason why you ought to cover everything with praise. There, there's a reason why you ought to give God praise before the walls come down, because you're sending Judah into battle first. Somebody ought to send up Judah right now. You came into the house of God this morning needing a miracle. Go ahead and send up Judah. You came into the house of God this morning needing a touch of the Holy Ghost. Go ahead and send up Judah. Somebody needs to wake up and send up Judah today. Somebody came needing a blessing. Send up Judah first. Somebody came today needing a touch of God. Go ahead and send up Judah. Whenever Israel would go into battle and they did not send Judah first, bad things would happen in battle. Can I tell you when churches lose their praise, they lose their victory. When churches lose their shout, they lose the miracles. When churches lose their dance, they lose the joy. Somebody ought to wake up and send up Judah today because we're pressing for a breakthrough. We're seeking after the victory. Send up Judah first. Send up Judah first. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In one instance, Judah literally sent singers into battle ahead of the troops. Judah was capable of drawing swords. They were a warrior tribe. But beyond that, at one point, the battle was so fierce that they decided and God spoke to them and said, I want you to send the singers, send the dancers Send the musicians, send the praisers into battle first. And when they began to march towards that battle, singing and glorifying God, when they got there, God had already given them the victory. There's a lot of battles you'll never have to fight if you'll learn how to praise God. There's a lot of trials you won't have to go through if you'll learn how to praise God. There's a lot of things you won't have to deal with if you'll learn how to lift up your hands in holy adoration. If you'll learn how to open up your mouth and give God praise. We need a revival of people who know how to shout the name of Jesus. We need a revival of people who are not ashamed to worship God with their whole heart. Some of us come to church and we give God our little half-hearted praise and our little half-hearted dance. We need to lose ourselves in praise. We need to lose ourselves in our worship because our strength is in Judah. Judah, thou art favored of God. Praise has always had a blessing. Praise has always had the favor of God. Praise always gets God's attention. Praise always touches God's heart. Praise always is effectual. When you couple praise with prayer, you have an unstoppable force. When you couple praise with preaching, you have an unstoppable force. That's why, by the way, let me just pause here. My God, we're about to break something in the spirit. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I have a real problem with churches that shout all over the building when the music is going and everyone goes into concert mode when the preacher gets up. When you put a little praise with preaching, I'm going to tell you, that's when Holy Ghost explosions start taking place. 
We need to stop going into spectator mode when the preacher gets up. Get involved in the battle. Send up Judah to help the preacher. Send up Judah. And it combines with the preached word of God and the anointing. And the praise and the power of the Holy Ghost begin to flow in an atmosphere. That's when miracles take place. That's when the power of God begins to fall. Loose your praise, Judah. Loose your praise, Judah. It's your strongest weapon. It's your greatest help. Send up praise, Judah. Send it up. Send it up. Don't go into battle without praise. Don't go into battle without praise. Hallelujah. Because praise is powerful. Praise is emotional. But it is more than an emotion. Praise produces faith. Praise exalts God above the problem. Praise puts life in its proper perspective. Paul knew the power of praise. That's why he sang and praised at midnight in the middle of a prison. Praise pushed the prison doors open. Praise will loose things in your life. Praise will shake things in your life. And doors that are closed to you will be opened when you learn the power of praise. But preacher, you don't know what I'm going through. I don't care. Give God praise because God will shake it. But preacher, you don't understand what just happened to me. It doesn't matter. If you will praise at midnight, God will send a Holy Ghost earthquake. God will open doors. God will shut the lion's mouth. God will move in a powerful way. Now, I love being a Pentecostal, not just because it's right doctrine and biblically sound. But I love apostolic worship because it's biblical. But also, I really enjoy it. And I get excited when, uh, when I see people who first come to church and get around Pentecost for the first time. You know, we kind of scare people a little bit, if you didn't know that. And for those of you uh, who are newer to Pentecost, and you come into a Pentecostal service, and people are clapping and dancing and shouting, and uh, it, can, it can startle you a little bit. And I love watching people who first get in a real powerful Pentecostal church service. Because praise is contagious. Praise is contagious. And, and I'll watch people who, who kind of come in and uh, the music will be going, you thought I was worth saving. And the bass goes, vroom, vroom. And there's that, there's that tribe of Judah. And there's some praisers in this corner. And I'll watch them and they'll start, you thought I was worth saving. Woo! All of a sudden, praise goes up. And, and then somebody over in this corner starts saying, in Jesus' name, and praise starts going up. And then somebody in the middle, they'll start saying, I love you, Jesus. I worship you, Lord. And then Brother Sims will start to dance. And, and then the Holy Ghost will begin to flow. And that visitor, they can't help themselves. I see their foot.
And then that drummer starts playing, and they can't help it. This hand, they kind of do like this. Hey, everyone else is doing it, and this little hand, it's a lion's whelp. Their praise is just a baby. It's just growing up. It's just... Woo! Somebody needs to wake up. Come on, Judah. You're just a lion's whelp right now. You've just got a little baby prey. But when that praise grows up, when that praise matures, it's going to be powerful. When that praise grows up, you're going to see miracle signs and wonders. When that praise grows up, you're going to be like a young lion. Somebody ought to let your praise grow up this morning. Somebody ought to mature past a lion's whelp. Lift up your voice. Lift up your hand. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Sometimes that lion's whelp will grab the back of a pew and their knuckles will turn white because they want to praise. Because praise is contagious. And all of a sudden, I'll watch them. They let go of the back of that pew and that hand goes up. Tears begin to flow. Praise is maturing. Judah is being lifted. Judah is being strengthened. And that praise, sometimes it... Now listen. I've got one leg longer than the other and I'm white. I don't dance very well. I get a little like this. But I'm going to tell you, sometimes you get in the presence of God and you just got to dance like David danced. You're not dancing so anybody looks at you. You're dancing because you're full of the joy of the Lord. I'm going to dance like David danced. I'm going to give him my very best praise because I want my praise to be strong. I want my praise to be like a mighty lion that marches into battle before me. I want my praise to be a strong lion. I want the Lion of Judah to inhabit my praises. Here's the little secret. It's not your praise by itself. People praise all the time. Some of y'all aren't going to like this, but people praise at football games. All right, I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings, but all that praise didn't help the Falcons this year. You can praise a lot of things. You can praise a lot of things. People do a lot of praising at rock concerts. They praise all over the place. And their praise is strong. They are emotional. But the power of your lion-like praise is the power of your lion-like God. <laughs> the lion of the tribe of Judah. When you praise the lion of the tribe of Judah, he begins to flow through your praise. God inhabits the praises of his people. And so what happens is God begins to fight your battles for you. God begins to loose things that you can't loose. God begins to open doors that you can't open. God begins to heal emotions that you can't heal. God begins to renew your mind in ways that Oprah and Dr. Phil can't do. But God can renew your mind. God can 
can transform your heart if you will send up Judah the lion of the tribe of Judah will begin to move on your behalf he will begin to flow in your atmosphere you want power give God praise you want anointing give God praise you want miracles give God praise you want your marriage healed become a praiser you want your family saved become a praiser you want your baby saved become a praiser praise praise will begin to open doors that you cannot open praise hallelujah hallelujah I love watching young people praise God young people and people with strength Jacob said you'll be a lion's whelp and then you'll be like a young lion attacking and if you ever watch young people who are on fire for God and by the way listen I understand Praise when it is mature does more than dance and shout. It goes home on Monday and lives for God. Now listen to me. The reason Judah received the blessing in the first place from Jacob, their father, was because Judah had lived a moral life, pleasing to the father. When you live for God, God gives you his favor. When you start receiving the blessing, you become a praiser. And I love watching young people. You can tell. I'm sorry you may not like this, but you can tell how surrendered someone's life is to God. And I realize it's more than a dance. I realize it's more than a shout. But you cannot be truly surrendered to God and sit in a worship service like a bump on a log. It just doesn't work that way. So, I love watching young people because they have energy. I was preaching a service years ago. We were laughing about it the other day. Young people don't do this. I'm not advocating it. But I was preaching a service, and they had the baptismal tank on the platform, not up high like we have. But it was, in fact, it was just a few feet from the pulpit. And those young people, we had 50 young people, teenagers, get the Holy Ghost in that revival. And they were lion's whelps, okay? They didn't know what they were doing. They didn't know anything about God. They just knew they had the Holy Ghost, and it felt good. And they just knew that God was working in their lives, and they were growing in maturity. And I'd get to preaching, and they'd start running those aisles. I mean, they'd tear up the carpet, and, and they would run circles, and... and <laughs> And, and they were so immature and so young in church. Most of them, their parents weren't in church. And some powerful testimonies came out of that revival. And I was preaching. And all of a sudden, I noticed young people were running on the platform behind me. And I thought, well, praise God. And I just kept preaching. And all of a sudden, I heard Psh! And ice cold water. Young people don't do that. That's called being a baby lion that needs to grow up. But you know what? I didn't rebuke them because they were baby lions learning how to praise God. 
And I'm sure their pastor got a hold of them later and said, you know, guys, let's not jump in the baptismal while the preacher's preaching. Bless your little heart. But then I see other people and and I see middle-aged people, and they've got strength in their legs and strength in their hands. And, and they began to lift up holy hands without wrath and without doubting. And, and God begins to anoint their hands. And God begins to give them anointing that they would not have otherwise. But Jacob didn't stop there. He said, he said listen, Judah, there's going to be a time when you're going to be like an old lion. You're going to be an old lion. And he asked a question. He said, and who shall rouse him? Who shall rouse him up? In other words, when a lion reaches full maturity, he may be older. He may have some broken teeth. He may have some broken claws. But he is so powerful and he is so fearful that when people see that fully matured lion, they're going to say, whoa. <laughs> when the devil sees a fully matured praiser, he's going to go, whoa. I don't want to get that praiser riled up. If we ever get him going, we'll never win this battle. If we ever get that old snaggletooth lion woke up, we'll never get out of here alive. And there are demons that know that there are elders in the church. They may not run like they used to run. They may not dance like they used to dance. But the devil knows if Bishop ever wakes up, if I ever make him move, Bishop's going to say one word in Jesus' name. And I'll have to get out of that place. All he's got to do is just shake his head. And the devil is afraid. Because when the praise grows up, when the praise has a lifetime of faithfulness, when the praise gets gray hair and old bones and back pain, it doesn't matter in the spirit. In the spirit, elder, you're stronger than you've ever been. In the spirit, elder, you have more power than you've ever had. You don't have to dance like these young people because you are an old lion and you have authority in the Holy Ghost. My God. Now, I felt it all week long, and I'm going to be obedient to the Holy Ghost. If you're an elder, everyone else be seated. If you're an elder, I don't know, 55 years and older, I'd like you to stand right now. An old lion. Young people, you ought to give them a hand right now. You ought to give them honor right now. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Now, we're going to send, no, stay standing. I'm coming to a close as the musicians come. Young people, these are people who love the Lord. They don't need to dance like you dance or like you need to dance. They don't need to run the aisles like you need to run the aisles. But when they pray, there is power and there is strength and there is maturity 
and there is authority and there is anointing. Hallelujah. These should be your heroes. Hollywood should not be your heroes. These men and women should be your heroes. And here's what I want us to do. We're about to break the back of the devil this morning. How many here, you need a breakthrough? You need a miracle in your life. Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. We're going to get some breakthroughs today. We're going to send up Judah first. But we're going to send up the most powerful weapon we have in this church. I'm going to ask the elders to come to this altar before anybody else. If you need to come and just sit on the front row, that's fine. We're not asking you to come and run the aisles. We're not asking you to come and shout. You can come and sit down. Whatever you need to do, I'm asking the elders to come. And the elders are going to send up some praise. And God is going to start moving on our behalf. When some of these elders begin to pray, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to open this up to everybody in just a minute. But elders, show us how to pray. Would you show us how to touch the hem of his garment for just a moment? Come on, elders, let's show these young lions whelps how to touch God. Come on, elders, let's show these young people. This is how we overcome. Are you watching, young person? Are you watching the power of prayer? Oh, the Holy Ghost is surging through this altar. The Holy Ghost is surging through this altar. The power of God is flowing through this altar right now. <laughs> Praise God. If you need a touch of God today, everybody stand. If you need a touch of God today, if you need the Holy Ghost, if you need a miracle, I want you to come and stand by one of these elders and pray with them. And God's going to move. Come and stand by one of these elders. Come find an elder and let him pray with you. Pray beside him. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. We've sent up the power of praise. The elders have set the atmosphere. The elders have set the table for a miracle. Come on, young person, you need a healing in your marriage? Come and pray beside one of these elders that have been married a long time. You need a miracle in your body? Come and pray by one of these elders who have seen hundreds and thousands of miracles. Send up Judah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, young person, lift up your voice. Come on, young person, get close to one of these old lions. Get close to one of these powerful lions in the Holy Ghost. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you. 
phone lines well. Don't miss your miracle. Find an elder and pray beside him. What a 